why did God choose the Jews? In fact, why did he choose Israel? Why did he choose Jacob? Why did he choose Isaac? Why did he choose Abraham? Of all, as we look through history, as we look through the Bible, we see more and more that God has chosen some of the weakest people in, in history to show his good faith, his good, good pleasure. He has, shown, he has chosen the weak. He's chosen the poor. He's chosen the ones that are the most unlikely culprits to show his glory among the earth. It's a question I've asked myself many, many times. And in fact, we see a, a, a glimpse of this um, later on in the Bible in the New Testament writings where uh, I believe it was Paul that said, God chooses the things that are weak to confound the things of the, that are mighty, of, of the mighty. And, and as we look through it, um, the whole time, God, as we go through more and more through the history, we're going to see that God chooses the, the weak things to prove how strong God is. So if you look through a lot of history, if you look through um, like mythology, um, Greek mythology, be one of them, Romans be one of them, a lot of times the gods either made their own champion or they picked someone who was already strong of good valor, someone who could do some great and amazing things uh, to be their vassal or their demigod. Um, someone who is super cunning in their mind or someone who is um who who is superior in some way and and god yahweh uh jehovah is someone who's completely opposite of that in fact he not he he seems to go out of his way to choose the the weak things and today we're going to be going through the story of abram and for those of you who don't know, let's, let's do a quick recap on the story of Abram. Abram was a man, a good man, a righteous man. I mean, a fairly normal man, good in most standards. And he, what, the, the only problem, he, he loved his family. He was married to a beautiful bride, but she was barren. She could not have any kids. And Abram had two other brothers. One of his brothers passed away. And so Abram... Well, Abram, at this time, kind of adopted his nephew Lot to kind of be like his heir, to kind of be like his son, because he didn't have a son. Lot didn't have a father uh, because he died. And so we go through this, and he's, he's kind of accepted this. And then God comes and speaks to Abram. First of all, Abram hadn't been listening. But two, uh, there, there's things to be said if we look through history. I believe from what I've heard from a, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Shane Willard, who'd done a lot of study. He said that um, Abram, Abram wrote a book called the Zohan, not the not the not the uh, movie, uh, but th there's an actual book. And there he talks about apparently Abram is is recanting or recalling or writing down about his revelations about God. And, and one of the things that he seemed to have said is, or it seemed to be said is that Abram, he was, he was a very righteous man. He was a godly man. And he was so sad and depressed that he couldn't have kids that he actually ended up reaching out 
and doing rituals for all these different gods. He tried to reach out to this god, and that god, and the sun god, and the moon god, and whatever god, and this god. And most of the people in this day and age would have been like sun and moon worshippers. Um, because the sun would have brought light and life in the daytime. And then the moon would come at night and bring light at night. So like a lot of times they would worship all of that. And that God, Yahweh God, Jehovah God, was the only God that spoke back to him. And, and Jehovah said, he, he, he went and he told Abram, Abram, if you leave your family and go to a land that I show you, I will make you a great nation. Now, if you have been searching for an answer all your life, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a Christian. If you've been searching for an answer all your life and another God has reached out to you and spoken to you, you, you kind of would answer. Um, and so what does Abram do? Abram decides he's going to grab, he's going to take his wife, he's going to take all of his things, take a lot, because lots, lots like a son to him, take a lot and go to a land that uh, God will show him. And it's, it's funny because as we look through God's goodness, we see that God's good um, mainly because he chooses the weak things. No God would have chosen Abram because Abram couldn't have any kids. No God would have chosen Abram because Abram at this time, I mean, at this point in his life, he could have had many wives. He didn't have any other wives. He had Sarai. Um, at this time, they, they would have chosen someone who, who would have found a way to try to usurp his brother and take Lot for himself and claim Lot for himself. But Abram wasn't trying to do that. Lot had his inheritance, Abram had his inheritance. And if Abram died, he was going to give his stuff over to Lot. But really, they stayed, they remained separate. So, like, here is a man who has decided, who has decided to, try to try to follow something who is believing someone, praying for someone to come and be able to give him and his wife kids. And here comes a God that answers. And what I love about God and what makes him so good is that it doesn't matter how strong you are or how weak you are or how messed up you are, that God can reach out to you, that he can do something more for you than he can ever do for yourself, and that he wants to. And he wants to because he wants to make his name great. So as we look through, and we're going to be going even more through the story of Abram, um, we are going to see that, that God is going to reach out and God's going to touch Abram and God's going to not only grant him a family, but he's going to make him be a father of many nations. Um, it's even funnier after this, or not really funnier, but interesting after this, that he goes up and he leaves, he goes to this place, there is a famine in the land. And with this famine, now this is the first famine when he's named Abram. If you guys are trying to correct me in my storytelling. Um, I just want to make sure. Yeah, so Lot's still with him. And what happens is, is that they get to, to Egypt because it's a famine of land. So they go to Egypt so they can have, they can get past this famine and they can have food to eat because Egypt's by the Nile. So they're the last ones to be hit by a famine. And what he does 
is he's afraid that the pharaoh or the king of Egypt, uh, I believe his name was Abimelech, or it's not Abimelech, I think it's another king at this point. Um, what he does is the pharaoh, he, he tells Sarai, his wife, to, to tell pharaoh, tell them that you're my sister, because if, I, if we say that you're my wife, what's going to happen is that they're going to kill me and then take you as a wife anyway. So in this point, keep me alive, let them treat me well, Say that you're my sister, that way you can be alive. After he left his entire family just so he could follow God, just so he can do a, just so he can follow God that spoke to him, that he didn't have even that confidence. And you know what? Before the Pharaoh can go and reach out and and sleep with with Sarai, God speaks to Pharaoh and says, Do not take his wife or I will kill you. Because you can tell this is this man's wife. And, and the whole thing is that God stood up for Abram, even when Abram was too afraid to do so because he didn't know who Yahweh was, who God was. And this actually happens again later on, and, and we'll talk about that later too. But God wants to stand up for you. God wants to, to make his name known to you and make his name known through you because when we can all feel God's glory and we can all live under God's presence, that's we're going to have the best of life. And so if if you are trying to, if you are searching, know that God is willing to speak and talk to you. All you need to do is read the word and then sit and listen. Now, if you want to know where to start reading the Bible, um, if you are very story driven, I would probably start in this chapter uh, in Genesis. Um, let me tell you what the chapter is here. Uh, chapter 12. I would start in chapter 12 and I'll just kind of keep going through. So Genesis chapter 12. Um, I'll read through Genesis. I'll read through Exodus. And then I would then I would jump over to Joshua. That will kind of give you through some of the stories and the narratives of, of the Bible as you're trying to navigate how God is good. If you are not and you're, you're not looking for like the old-fashioned read, then I would recommend that you decide to read back um, in, you can start reading the Gospels. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. So read one of those Gospels and then jump over to Acts. And then you can start reading kind of Romans and things like that. They'll give you more of what is more relevant to today as we kind of go through some of that. But, but reading through the Word, reading through the Bible, reading, understanding that God is good, even... Like he's even, he is more good. He is sweeter. We can experience it better when we are weak, when we are poor, when we are broken, because we know where we come from, where we came from, and we can see that God has done something amazing in us. He's done amazing, something amazing through us. The people are, He's done something amazing through us to the people that are around us, and that He is just, He is He is such a good God that. Even out of our brokenness, even out of our deadness, um, that the fact that we, that Abram and Sarai couldn't have kids, that she was barren, that God was still able to instill enough promise into Abram to say, out of you and out of your seed, I'll make you a great nation. Even when Abram couldn't find a way, is simply amazing and astonishing. So, dearly Father, just thank you so much. I thank you for the people who are listening right now. Lord, you care about them. 
more than anything else in the world. And you want to make yourself known to them. Lord, help them to be able to see your goodness in every situation. And let us be still and know, Lord, that you are God. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, and we will see you guys in the next episode.